0: Book five, chapter four of Les Misérables, translated by Isabel F. Hapgood. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Joel Portinga. Les Misérables by Victor Hugo. Book five, the descent. Chapter four, Madeleine in mourning. At the beginning of 1820, the newspapers announced the death of Monsieur Muriel, Bishop of Dignes, surnamed Monseigneur Bienvenu, who had died in the odor of sanctity at the age of 82. The Bishop of Dignes, to supply here a detail which the papers omitted, had been blind for many years before his death, and content to be blind as his sister was beside him. Let us remark, by the way, that to be blind and to be loved is, in fact, one of the most strangely exquisite forms of happiness upon this earth, where nothing is complete. To have continually at one side a woman, a daughter, a sister, a charming being, who is there because you need her and because she cannot do without you, to know that we are indispensable to a person who is necessary to us, to be able to incessantly measure one's affection by the amount of her presence which she bestows on us, and to say to ourselves, since she consecrates the whole of her time to me it is because i possess the whole of her heart to behold her thought in lieu of her face to be able to verify the fidelity of one being amid the eclipse of the world to regard the rustle of a gown as the sound of wings to hear her come and go retire speak return sing and to think that one is the centre of these steps of this speech to manifest at each instant one's personal attraction to feel oneself all the more powerful because of one's infirmity, to become in one's obscurity, and through one's obscurity, the star around which this angel gravitates. Few felicities equal this. The supreme happiness of life consists in the conviction that one is loved, loved for one's own sake, let us say rather, loved in spite of one's self. This conviction the blind man possesses. To be served in distress is to be caressed. Does he lack anything? No. One does not lose the sight when one has love. And what love? A love wholly constituted of virtue. There is no blindness where there is certainty. Soul seeks soul, gropingly, and finds it. And this soul, found and tested, is a woman. A hand sustains you. It is hers. A mouth lightly touches your brow. It is her mouth. You hear a breath very near you. It is hers. To have everything of her, from her worship to her pity, never to be left to have that sweet weakness aiding you, to lean upon that immovable reed, to touch providence with one's hands, and to be able to take it in one's arms. God made tangible. What bliss! The heart, that obscure celestial flower, undergoes a mysterious blossoming. One would not exchange that shadow for all brightness the angel soul is there uninterruptedly there if she departs it is but to return again she vanishes like a dream and reappears like reality one feels warmth approaching and behold she is there one overflows with serenity with gaiety with ecstasy one is a radiance amid the night and there are a thousand little cares nothings which are enormous in that void the most ineffable accents of the feminine voice employed to lull you and supplying the vanished universe to you one is caressed with the soul one sees nothing but one feels that one is adored it is a paradise of shadows it was from this paradise that monseigneur welcome had passed to the other the announcement of his death was reprinted by the local journal of montreuil sur mer on the following day monsieur madeleine appeared clad wholly in black and with crepe on his hat this morning was noticed in the town, and commented on. It seemed to throw light on M. Madeleine's origin. It was concluded that some relationship existed between him and the venerable bishop. "'He has gone into mourning for the Bishop of Digne, said the drawing-rooms. This raised M. Madeleine's credit greatly, and procured for him, instantly and at one blow, a certain consideration in that noble world of montreuil sur mer the microscopic Faubourg Saint-Germain of the place meditated raising the quarantine against Monsieur Madeleine, the probable relative of a bishop. Monsieur Madeleine perceived the advancement which he had obtained by the more numerous courtesies of the old women and the more plentiful smiles of the young ones. One evening, a ruler in that petty great world, who was curious by right of seniority, ventured to ask him Monsieur le Maire is doubtless a cousin of the late Bishop of Digne. He said, "No, Madame." But, resumed the Dowager, "You are wearing mourning for him." He replied, "It is because I was a servant in his family in my youth." Another thing which was remarked was that every time that he encountered in the town a young Savoyard who was roaming about the country and seeking chimneys to sweep, the mayor had him summoned, inquired his name, and gave him money. The little Savoyards told each other about it. A great many of them passed that way. End of Book Five, Chapter Two.